Welcome to the Spiritual and Empowerment Living with Tia podcast, a sacred place and resource for spiritually centered women who want to go from the mundane to the magical life for overcoming fear and doubt, reconnecting with the goddess, understanding messages from spirit, and uncovering your spiritual gifts so you can finally live the life you deserve. Hello, spiritual trailblazers. Welcome back to another episode. And here we are, TSCO Full Moon and Libra. The moment I saw that the full moon is in Libra, I got so excited because my immediate thoughts or literally what I was hearing was the scales will be balanced. The pendulum is now swinging to the other side. What's been tipped over to one side is now being rectified. So what was off balance is now getting balanced, but it's not the old that's getting balanced. It's actually the new, it's like a new era, new dawn, new age. So that's like the quick reading, (laughs) but I actually pulled some Oracle cards. Um, But yeah, I pulled the Oracle cards earlier this month when I just tuned into uh, the full moon energy. Uh, but when I actually saw that it was in Libra, I got really excited. And we're going to dive into more into why this is so huge right now. And I'm so excited. All right. So for those of you who are new to Tia Scope and those of you who aren't, just bear with me for a few minutes. Uh, I started Tia Scope because I wanted to understand more about how the zodiacs, the cosmos, all that really play a part in our lives. And when I was reading it, uh, it got a little bit confusing. (laughs) So I figured if it was confusing for me, but also uh, there was a curious portion uh, of me wanting to understand that, then there must be other people like that too. And so I figured why not talk about it? Because they do impact us. Okay, the celestial bodies have a huge role in our lives. So it's best to understand it and to understand our reactions, our emotions, our thoughts, all that stuff during any particular time. So I include resource links in a description of the episode. So that way you can do further reading because of course I don't cover everything. Okay, Uh, but I do... I like to break a few of the important things down and also talk about the energies of the day, the zodiac, the planet, the star, whatever the case may be. Um, and that's how I came up with Tioscope. So I'm not actually give, giving a horoscope. <laughs> All right. It's just more of me talking about what the hell is going on, <laughs> why you feel certain ways. I give an oracle card reading and I uh, give some tips on what to do. So for the Oracle card, to see the actual cards, like the full-on message, in case you want to take a snapshot of it and carry it, uh, you know, like with you uh, during this full moon phase and the next full moon, just go to my Instagram, uh, cosmic underscore witch underscore goddess, and you'll see the reel there. And you can uh, pick a card, one, two, or three, take a snapshot of it and think about it uh, during this phase. All right, so let's break this down. So we have the full moon, so we can fully see the moon. 
and the zodiac sign of Libra, the scales. Okay, then we have Venus, Saturn, and the sun being the main planets here. That's going to have some impact on us. Let's get to it. So remember what I said about the scales being a rebalance of sorts or being balanced now that is, hasn't been balanced in a while. Well, on astrologykeen.com, it talks about love hurts. Now, just bear with me because it's, it's not what you what you're thinking. And this is so timely on so many levels. So it states here, the March 2021 full moon is also in a favorable aspect to Saturn. Saturn is my favorite planet. This means it is good for finding a serious long-term partner and for getting engaged or married. And it's especially good for financial matters. Now, if you remember the previous telescope that talked about, uh, you know, love and the illusions of love. So there's been a lot of work around love and it's okay to have a fantasy about what love is and how you would like love to be. But we know at the end of the day, we have to have the other person in mind when we do things, you know, like if if the person doesn't like flowers, but you like flowers. So you want to get them flowers because flowers are beautiful and they are just like, no, I have an allergy. I don't like flowers. It's not going to work. You're not listening. Right. So it's like the illusion of flowers and love. Great. It's a great environment to have that. But some people don't like it. Right. They might like something else. So here we are. We filtered through that. Right. Understanding fantasy, understanding all that. Okay. And now here we are. We are ready ready for some serious commitment. And this can also mean commitment to ourselves because in order for us to really have a serious, long-term, honest, genuine, supportive partnership, we had to really know ourselves first. So kudos for doing the shadow work. (laughs) All right, and financial matters. So I have to tell you, the most interesting thing about this is I was just having deep conversations with my best friend last week about financial matters and love. So crazy. So the work is in process. And I'm telling you this because we are already in tune to a lot of energies around us. This is another reason why I do this telescope is because a lot of times when we are reacting to a certain moon phase with the zodiac sign, et cetera, sometimes we think we're crazy or we get labeled as crazy or too sensitive or to this or to that, or, you know, oh, I'm clumsy during this time when really we just don't understand the whole picture. So while it might, might be a time for daydreaming and things like that, that's okay because that was what you were supposed to be doing, but that may have took up too much of your time where you needed to be logical in a lot of places, but you just couldn't do both because at that time your, your spirit knew that it was a time to daydream where manifestation lies, right? Cause manifestation is uh, within our imagination. So, you know, to have that crazy wild dream is what helps fuel what you want to bring into your life. And at that time, your spirit knew it needed, needed to tap into that energy capitalize on that 
to make you daydream so you can bring in manifest what you truly want. So that's what I'm saying. So don't think, oh, you know, maybe I'm just being too needy. I'm just over here really trying too hard. It's like, no, you, you know, on the innermost level, know what you're ready for. And you are directing yourself towards that. It's just like when you get a craving for spinach, right? You're like, man, I don't normally eat spinach like that. But all of a sudden, I just, I got to eat spinach. Maybe your body needed that iron that, you know, whatever that green gives off, your body needed that. And you didn't learn that until later when you go to get a blood test or a urine test and you, and, and it showed that you have an iron deficiency and you go back, oh, that's why. I wanted collard greens so much. That's why I was eating spinach. That's why I was eating kale. Wow. You know, your body knows. And it's like that your spirit knows whether you consciously know it or not. So let's continue. All right. So it states here, uh, March 28th, full moon uh, at Libra continues the theme of love from March 13th, new moon. Ah, just talking about this. This is because the sun and Venus stay within three degrees or from March 13th to April 6th. So I don't know what the three degree or means. So you got to do a little independent research. But what I am seeing here is, and this is why I looked at the sun. So it's, it takes place on a Sunday. So the full moon is on a Sunday and the sun and Venus are, it looks like they're pretty close together. So it's like double sun energy. That's what I'm gathering here because, again, it's taking place on a Sunday. The, the star sun is close to the planet Venus. So it's a lot of uh, energy of uh, the sun that's really taking place here, which is pretty cool. And we're going we're to break down the, uh, the sun, the Venus, correspondences, all, the jazz, all that jazz. All right. And then it talks about the full moon meaning. So actually, let's, let's start talking about that. All right, so we know with the full moon, the full moon has to do with things becoming whole. It has to do with uh, things being, uh, I don't want to say illuminated because the, the, the moon itself doesn't give off any light, but the moon being full really does, you know, you can see like the, the ripples of it on the ocean, right? Or you can see like a, a reflection of it. And it's just so like, oh my gosh, like it's lighting up. So this is the time of not only things coming home, but everything's being put on a table, right? Everyone's playing there, or at least you are now playing your, your hand. You're betting on yourself. Uh, it's no hose bar. And the, the full moon is really bringing it out. So we, we talked about that part. I want to go to Libra because... You know, with every telescope, there's a full moon, new moon, and we talk about the full moon, right? You have heightened energy. You may feel like you got a lot of energy, energy that you need to burn, and other people feel like they need to retreat during the full moon. All right, so let's go to Libra. So the Libra element is air. So air has to do with intelligence, wisdom, you know, honesty, bravery. You really can't fool an air sign. Uh, unless they want to be fooled, unless they want to believe in something, but there's a lot of wisdom with with the air uh, sign there. Uh, the the uh, the day of the week for Libra is Friday. The ruler is Venus. Okay, so there's that that love aspect. Let's look at some of the traits: cooperative, 
diplomatic, gracious, fair-minded, social. Again, all these things that make you think of the scales. What's fair? What's the most diplomatic approach here? What's what what's that fair-minded perspective? Right? No bias. What are the facts? What's the truth? Okay, now we can proceed. You know, it's like you can feel any way you want. At the end of the day, it's the facts and how you can implement your decisions once you know the facts. Because if we, as a sidebar, always make decisions when we're upset, super emotional, it's not going to pan out well for us. Right, because that's such an extreme, just like if the extreme is thinking too logical, that you're not flexible. So use this Libra energy to find balance where it can be obtained. Uh, and then they have weakness here, which again, you know, I don't really care for that weakness uh, word. Indecisiveness avoids confrontations, will carry a grudge, self-pity. Now, some of these aren't necessarily bad. For example, avoids confrontations. I understand that. No one, for the most part, I don't know, someone would say yeah, uh, fire signs. <laughs> what am I in a confrontation? But uh, I get it. It's can we find a peaceful solution first? So sometimes it, when I look at these words, I think, is it an exaggeration? Of course, there are people who go to great lengths to avoid confrontation where sometimes the gloves just have to come off. Um, I totally get that, but I like to look at these a little bit more deeper. Okay. Being indecisive. Is that because you're just trying to figure out what's fair for all, right? You know, the answer, but if you're in a group setting, maybe you're trying to help others find their answer. You see what I'm saying? So think about that. I, I try to look at things from many perspectives uh, when it applies. Okay. So we had that, that fair-minded, diplomatic, cooperative, and that's the things that you want in a relationship, right? Cooperation. Not saying that someone is constantly overbearing, but sometimes you let your spouse take the will. Other times you take the will, right? Uh, and then you talk things out. The, the best relationships that I have seen work are those who talk everything out. They are honest with each other. They know who they married, right? So, you know, just keep that in mind. It's, it feels weird to be vulnerable and honest, but that's that's the route that should be taken, <laughs> you know? Um, so that's that's the Libra Zodiac that is in. And this is all going to come together when I read the summary, too. So just hang tight. Okay, so now it's it's uh, on a Sunday. And the sun is close to Venus. It's on a Sunday. So also, I did a Magical Days of the Week on my blog. So it was blog.tmariejohnson.com. And I talk about the sun. Okay, so let's let's talk. Uh, hold on, I'm trying to scroll down here on my blog. And for some reason, it's not showing up. Okay, I figured it out. <laughs> so on my, my blog, I talked about uh, Sunday, some of it, the word origins, uh, but I'm just scrolling down here. So I give, I talk about um, some things you could do on Sunday. Uh, some of the 
the deities include Sol or Suna, uh, the Norse goddess of the sun and agriculture, goddess Bridget, Celtic triple moon goddess of sacred flame, light sun, uh, Helios, Greek god of the sun. Um, Apollo is another um, deity that comes up. I know he's associated with the sun. Um, solar magic, you can do uh, foods or orange, uh, cinnamon, turmeric. So you can go ahead and check that out. And I'm, I'm telling you this because these are some of the correspondences you can be working with on this full moon. So if you want to, and I'll, I'll talk about this a little later, but if you want to, to do a spell, you may want to include turmeric and your cookie. You may cook something and add that in there. You may add cinnamon and something, you know, break, bake a, a bread of sorts. All right. So let's click on uh, wikipedia.com astrology sun. So I talked about the solar deities. Uh, scroll up here. So the sun represents the self or the ego and rules life force. Okay. So it's an un. Is symbolized by an unbroken circle um, with a dot in the center to represent the spark of life. So this can mean the life force, the spark in your romance. Even if you're with someone, this can be, again, a spark for, for newness. This is a time of new beginning. Spring has sprung now, okay? And the same thing with the finances, as I talked about earlier. This could be a spark in finances, okay? All right, let's go to the next planet, Venus. So Venus has to do with the goddess of love and beauty. We know that. So we pretty much know Venus has a lot to do with harmony, love, beauty, balance comes up again, feelings, affection, and Saturn, you know, my I can't help but say is my favorite planet. This is the teacher planet. Um, so you're going to learn a lot from um, Saturn. This is also on the blog, you know, for Saturday. The correspondence is you can wear the color black. You can work with smoky quartz. Uh, let me see. I want to give you a little bit more information. So the sun, or excuse me, the Saturn has to do with uh, immortality and longevity. Uh, it's the one that focuses on, you know, taking charge, using the energy that is law and order, boundaries, you know, taxes, evolution. So just a lot of the hard stuff that we got to look at, but it's so much achievement or there are so much achievements that happen when you tackle on uh, these things. And that's why it's, it's one of the, in my opinion, the strongest plans, because once you can tackle those things, then a lot of other things can fall into place easier. Um, especially when you're working with, say, Jupiter and fin finances and money and things like that. So those are the main planets um, in the zodiac uh, for this full moon. Sometimes I know I talk about it usually like two zodiacs that are um, that are I don't want to say impacted, but their energy impacts us. This is what I'm trying to say because it's so close to another zodiac. But I want to talk about. Oh, actually, let's let's do the reading before I go and uh, talk about the summary. Uh, how we're feeling and what we can do. All right. So like I said, there are three cards and 
So I'm not going to tell you which one is one, two, or three. I'm just going to just talk about these cards in no particular order. So one is Balsamic Moon, and it has Exalted Release. Rest, Divine Release, the cycle is simultaneously coming to a close and preparing to begin again, steering the internal waters. So again, th this is like the pendulum swinging the other way. This is now the scale that had been tipped one way. Now it's going to be even. And like I was saying earlier, it's not the same. Like, it, yes, it's the, the category would be the same if that makes sense, but the situation is not the same. All right. Let's go uh, crescent moon, empowering intent, rededication, commitment, moving from intent and receptivity to action mode. During this time, we show ourselves just how ready we are to receive and implement the change we, we desire by incorporating our intentions into our daily practices. So this is what I was saying earlier, where the new moon earlier this month, we were putting the work in, we were understanding uh, differences of what we're thinking and our fantasies and, you know, all that jazz. And now here we are rededicating commitments there, moving from intent and receptivity to action mode. It's like, no matter what spell you do, no matter what intention you set out, you still have to do the work, right? If you do a love spell, you have to leave the house. Even if you have an app on your phone, eventually you're going to leave the house to meet the person, right? If, if your intention is for to increase your finances, what are you going to do that is going to be proactive to help you get more finances, right? Maybe that's buying a lotto ticket. Maybe if you have a business that's showing up more, more authentically, you know, so again, it's this change that's happening overall. The category is the same, your business, but change, love, but there's a change. All right. And then the other one is the gibulous moon, inspire, gibbous moon, inspired connection. Ooh, I like that. Energized resurgence. We begin to feel the deep pulse of momentum flowing through our veins. We've stayed vigilant during the cycle, and now on the cuffs of the full moon, we feel compelled to infuse that vigilance into our intentions. So it's just, again, kudos for doing the work. Kudos for doing the work. There is nothing more you can do to speed up this process, to make something happen. Just continue to do what you're doing, right? It's like if you were um, jogging, right? And you were on a home stretch. You, you already did the first lap. You're coming home. You're almost done. Could you run a little bit faster and get there a little bit sooner? Maybe, but you did all the work, all right? You're just, you're pacing yourself at this point. So you don't overexert yourself and you can make it across the finish line, right? It's like that. You've done such tremendous work and here you are along the home stretch. Just pace yourself. And this is coming from, one, from someone who's impatient, right? We can't speed up with what spirit's doing. We can't speed up someone else's timeline, especially if, if we're working on manifesting love because that person has to clear up their stuff in order for them to meet us. Just like we had to clear, clear up our stuff in order to meet them, right? So again, check out the rest of the reading. Go to uh, 
cosmic underscore witch underscore goddess. There's a there's the history and lore section, the ritual section, tea you can drink, and a mantra you can say. It's really cool oracle cards. All right. So how we are feeling. So before I even read the summary, let's let's just just take a uh, a little 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 break here to just think about this. Okay, because at the top, the title has love hurts. So th there's a lot of healing that went on. All right. Painful karmic wound related to intimate relationships. Okay. It could be from love relationships, your best friend, your sister, your mother. Okay. So it's a lot of relationship healing, addressing that's happening. All right. Um, so when you think about it, there is, as I was saying with the sun, there's a spark happening within. We have the energy of spring. If I were to zoom out on the situation, we have the energy of spring, that newness, rebirth, okay? The old is done, dead, whatever happened, happened. It's a new day now, okay? We got that energy. Then we have that new moon energy work that we've done. Okay, I think it I believe it was in Pisces. All right, so we addressed a lot of things emotionally. We put a lot of work in. All right, now I'm zooming down even more. Here we are, the full moon, which is basically solidifying all that stuff that's coming our way because we did all this work. So if you're feeling like you are excited for something, but you can't put your finger on it, or maybe because you have been working on something specifically that you 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 just you have an idea what's coming, you putting you you've been putting yourself out there. You, it's just a sense of excitement happening. It's that feeling that turn of events. Something is going to turn a corner. Okay, and yeah, it could be a little scary because change is scary for a lot of people. Some people are ready for change. Some people are like that's it. Woo, let's go, baby. Game time. And others are just like, man, I'm betting on myself. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to try this out. You know, it's, it's either this or live with a life of regret, right? So that energy you're, you're feeling, channel that. Okay. I don't care if that means talking to someone who you trust 100%, who has your interests in mind, your best interests in mind, not their agenda and your interest like that their agenda agenda should be to see you succeed succeed no matter what but unfortunately a lot of people take people for granted and things like that so many people want you to succeed but not do better than them if that makes sense and for many reasons not not all bad but it happens okay so it's the sense of this chapter is closed, this book is closed. I'm starting a new book. I'm starting a new chapter. That's what it's gonna be. There's a sense of being proud of finances. So again, these emotions you're feeling, they're all valid. I just ask you to look a little bit deeper for the source, okay? So now let's go to what the Astrology King has for uh, the 2021 summary for the full moon of March. Uh, so I read it a little bit earlier. The March 28th full moon opposite of Venus gives a new companionship, excuse me, gives a need for companionship, but can also highlight the differences between partners. 
Uh, and the, the Chiron exposes painful wounds related to intimate relationships. I talked about that earlier. But the help, helpful influence of Saturn brings commitment, loyalty, and respect and helps heal broken hearts. That's what I'm talking about, Saturn. The influence of the full moon is combined with the idealistic love, which was also in, in relation to the new moon from earlier this month. Compassion, empathy from the 13th new moon. There we go. So this is still a good moon phase for finding your dream lover or adding romance to an insist existing relationship but the risk of deception and disappointment remains so it is important to not over idolize romantic interest so again it's a reminder fall in love but also be aware okay so okay get get lost in love but be aware be aware listen tune in are you doing too much in the wrong places okay are you listening okay are you being expressive and honest think about that all right because yes there are people who are clairvoyant and claircognizant and they know what you're thinking or can pick up what you're feeling but that's not their job to tune in to you like that okay they're not going to be tuning into you to check you know, your, your radar every day or, or check your level of, you know, happiness if you want to be bothered. No, no, that's not how it works. Okay, so just talk. And if that person does not want to talk, then maybe that person is not for you or maybe therapy is needed because maybe they have to deal with something, okay? Or maybe that person needs just a little space, okay? And talking is overwhelming and, and maybe they need to process it differently. There are many answers to that, but only you pick that answer. Um, so just a, a little food for thought there. And talk about deception and disappointment remains. So it's important to not over-idealize romantic interests. Uh, and it also means checking on whether or not you are comparing past relationships to this one, right? Where maybe it didn't work out, but the one thing you liked about the previous relationship, you are bringing to the other current current relationship, like, oh, Derek used to do this for me. It didn't work out, but oh, it was just so great. And meanwhile, your current guy is there like, uh, <laughs> go back to Derek then. <laughs> so anyway, the summary continues. The full moon March 2021 astrology should be good for financial matters. Venus, on, okay, so then it starts talking about words I have no clue about, but it goes favorable for financial affairs. Okay, great. I love that. While Venus sextile Saturn is good for business deals, saving money, paying off debt, and in some cases, borrowing money, it is also good for making long-term investments, especially in real estate, blue chip stocks, jewelry, and works of are the effects of this full moon last for two weeks up to April 11th, new moon. All right. So you got until April 11th to make some magic happen in your finance and love life. Well, you know, with, with this energy. Okay. There'll be many, 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 many more chances. But with this energy is what it's saying. Okay. And you know what? That's That was a mouthful. And again, I didn't talk about the 
wound, wounding and healing too much. I didn't talk about the serious love too much, but you get it. This is a good time for finding a new lover, new relationship. Like I said, it's just new, 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 but serious and long-term. Like this is the real deal, guys and ladies. And um, how's it go? The he's, the she's, the days and something like that. I'm trying to memorize that because I, I want to make sure I get it right. All right. So, uh, so I talked about how we are feeling, what we can do. All right many things. Okay. And like I said before, if you notice, I've, I've, I don't want to say rarely, but probably a little bit more than rarely. Uh, so here, here and there, <laughs> I will talk about a spell in depth. And the reason why I don't get too in depth is because one, I, I want uh, you to Really go with the feeling of what's best for you. I know there are a lot of people who listen to this podcast who are new or they're familiar with it. And part of the experience of embracing your path is figuring out that part for yourself. What works for you? What doesn't? Of course, you can have guides. You know, of course, you know, references and things like that. You know, that's how we learn. But I do um, keep in mind that the way I do things is just one way of doing it. Okay. That's why I'm always, again, providing more than one perspective or at least as often as possible. So I do talk about some of my spells I do in depth. Actually, I can't wait to talk about one in particular. I have to wait, Uh, but I I can't wait to uh, tell you what I did. It was, I touched on it a little bit in previous episodes. I did a three day, very detailed spell, like, matching up with the planet the day I did it and all that so I'm seeing it come to fruition uh, little by little it's almost complete so when that's fully completed I can't wait to tell you guys the whole breakdown I did of that but uh, you can do spells um, unlike that crazy, uh, what was it? The Mercury retrograde full moon on Halloween, you know, where some people were just like, don't do it. Don't, don't do a spell on that day. The, the energy is chaotic. And some people are just like, I love chaos. Let's go. <laughs> you gotta love it. Um, this is, this is a getter done energy. So if you want to create moon water, use that for your spell. If you want to just look at the full moon, visualize as your spell, whatever spell you want to do, and you want to incorporate this energy, you know, like capture it, whether it's the air in the jar, like I said, moon water, charging your crystals for something. Know that this is the getter done energy. This is the, we're going to pull back the books. We're going to look at the finances. We're going to, or at least we're going to look at, uh, you know, what could be holding you back with, with every moon cycle there's shadow work that can be done i know some people say well you know shadow work you do that on a dark moon with the illumination of the moon it's going to shine on areas that need to be uh addressed right and that's what shadow work does it bring out things from the shadow so yes you can do that during the full moon too uh you know shadow work (laughs) 
Shadow work doesn't need an invitation, all right? <laughs> you know, one minute you're having fun, the next minute shadow work's like, hey, 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 I didn't get your invitation, but not like it matters, party. It's like, no, no one wants to party with you, shadow work, but yet here you are. Um, but everyone's better <laughs> for it. <laughs> um, so, uh, so spell work, you can totally do that. And I even gave examples where, you know, you can bake something, add cinnamon in it, uh, you know, bring in more love. Cinnamon is an aphrodisiac. Aphrodisiac is named after goddess Aphrodite. All right. So you can ask Aphrodite to help you find your love. Oh, you might even do some mirror work with that. All right. So boom, that's all that. Um, so segue into working with goddesses because I mentioned Aphrodite. Uh, depends on the type of work you want to do. So Aphrodite, while yes, there are very lovely feminine pictures of her, do not mistake that as being soft, okay? Uh, she has a sense of humor, all right? She knows who she is. And women like that are dangerous, right? It's like, oh my gosh, you know, she's unstoppable. So, you know, just keep in mind when you're working with her or Freya, uh, who's Norse goddess of sex and love and war, fertility. Uh, it, it doesn't matter if the goddess who you work with as long as you understand who you are working with, okay? So you could do a little bit of research or you can just start reading about goddesses in general and then wait for the signs to come and that's how you know who wants to work with you. All right, so when I say, wait, I'm not saying to sit on your couch. I mean, while you're reading, watching TV or going for a walk, take note of what you're noticing. Is it a certain color? Is it a certain animal? Is it a certain woman with a certain hair color that you're constantly seeing? Like, what is it? Or do you come across a woman whose name is Freya? <laughs> All right, so then it's like, okay, yeah, I should work with Freya or maybe Lilith. Okay, it's really endless. So you can look up love goddesses, sex goddesses, goddess to help you with finance. It could be Athena to help you with the wisdom aspect of that. Okay, to have financial literacy. So many ways you can go about that. So that's the goddess work. Another thing you can do is write. You can write your thoughts and feelings about love what you're looking forward to, not so much saying I can't wait because what you're really saying is, oh, I can't wait, but you, you really can't like, oh, I just can't. No, it's like, I look forward to, I am so thrilled that, you know, I'm having dinner with my, you know, fill in the blank, what that person looks like to you. Uh, you know, just feel like it's there, but get deep. What, what are the smells? Are you cooking dinner? Is it garlic being cooked? Is it, uh, you know, salmon? Like, what is it? What are you wearing? Where are you at? What's going on? Is there music playing? What are the colors? Like, you really just imagine the whole scenario of every fiber of your being. Hear the music that's being played. Right? So you could be laying down in your bed thinking about this. Then you might get up and start dancing. It's okay. Act out the whole scene, right? Whether 
you're imagining it or you just get up and start dancing, playing music, then release it, right? And you could think about as much as you want. You're like, oh, this is just so great. And then release it, release it. Studies have shown your mind doesn't know the difference anyway. But that's the part of your imagination. That plus your feeling is what's going to fuel your manifestation powers. Okay. So that visualization part, that's also what you can do during this time. All right. And then, of course, you know, you could take a bath, a shower with the eucalyptus and, you know, um, the music playing in the background, maybe uh, light a candle when you get out of the bath uh, room and into your room and, you know, have your drink and just relax, eat your cheese and your prosciutto, you know, just have a chilled evening. Totally do that. All right. So that was a lot. I talked about the summary, how we're feeling, what we can do, uh, the planets, <laughs> zodiac sign. Uh, so yeah, this is a really good full moon, and I'm glad it's in Libra uh, because the, the, the scales need to be corrected. It's time. All right. I'm so excited to deliver that message to you. Uh, feel free to let me know how this full moon cycle worked out for you. You know, send me an email Tia at tiamariejohnson.com. I love getting your emails. I am sending you so many blessings. I'm rooting for you as always. I'm sending you tons of love. Remember to be kind to yourself until next time. As always, Spiritual Trailblazer, thank you for tuning in. Do make sure to stop by and visit me at tiamariejohnson.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe. Last but not least, be kind to yourself. I'm rooting for you and I'm sending you so many blessings. Until next time.